0: Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Project Fifty Two. In this very episode, we are going to talk about the power of commitment. So, wherever you consume the content, if you can uh, subscribe it, share with your friends, and maybe rate this podcast either on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcast, I would really appreciate it. So yes, let's talk about the power of uh, uh, commitment today. So in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, this is what Paul was saying to Timothy. And he said, I have fought the good fight. I finished the race and I kept the fate. Just think about it. Those three powerful words. Paul said, He had fought the good fight and he had finished the race and he kept the faith. These are very encouraging and very motivated. So basically, Paul, he finished what he was born to do and he knew exactly what he was aiming and what his target was. And I think that's very uh, important. So, yeah, so and it wasn't easy for him to uh, kept the faith there's a time we have to face certain things and it's not easy for him to uh finish the race you know when you we all know that when you run a race or a marathon um you either wanted to give a hop of the way but that's not what paul uh, is saying he finished the course he finished it well so in matthew chapter 16 verse 24 this is what jesus said to his disciple Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. So in here we see three word, and I wanted to point out three things in here. The first one is that if you really want to be uh, a disciple, if you want to be a follower of Christ, the first thing that you have to do or we have to do is deny ourselves. So what does it mean to deny ourselves so deny to deny ourselves is to set aside our own pleasure and comfort Um, and so basically what that meant is to sacrifice to sacrifice and in life you can't have anything without sacrifice and another word is that take up their cross or take out your cross so what does it mean to take up our cross so to take up our cross is to find our purpose to find the reason for God placing us on this earth so that's what the purpose is about uh that's what take our, our take up our cross meant means is to uh to find our purpose and the last one is follow me follow me so what does ha- what do we have to do We follow follow me so what does that mean so to follow me is to follow through uh on your decision until they are complete so we had to make a decision that is to uh that is also called a determination so we have to determine to follow him you know jesus called in a lot of people but only a few are willing to make a bold decision to follow him so is here is very clear and simple if we want to be uh, a disciple the first thing we have to do is we have to uh, deny ourselves which is to uh, sacrifice ourselves and then to take our cross is to find out our purpose and to um, to search for our purpose and to ask God for it and the last one is to follow him well it's basically is to uh, make a decision, and if we can apply this in life, I think it will be so effective and so um, meaningful. So, yeah, being committed to follow Christ is not easy. After time, you will find yourself alone, and uh, that is very very true. When you stand for God, you will find yourself alone. And uh, after saying that, uh, if you look at Rahab, the Harlot or the prostitute in the bible she has when she learned about that Israel was coming and God was with them and God was able to perform so many uh, miracle in their life and Rahab knew that God is going to do a complete uh, miracle and God is going to destroy the city of Jericho and but in the midst of that uh, Rahab uh, risks her life to rescue those two spies and they made a deal and it wasn't easy for her she has to stand up against her name and her culture and where she uh belong. so but in the end you know um uh, she was uh, rewarded her name came up in the lineage of jesus generation so in jesus lineage so uh, that is very uh amazing so when you're committed to something um you will find yourself alone especially if you are committed to follow Christ you would definitely find yourself alone so what is what is it like to be a uh to be a committed person so mm-hmm. there's a story in 1945 or 1944 1945 there's a story about uh the kamikaze when uh japanese fought uh they used kamikaze uh yeah, they they kind of uh not yeah uh, um uh, a sent out a kamikaze pilot. So what is kamikaze pilot? Uh, has to do what they have to do is that they have to be on a mission, which is only one mission, and basically it's a suicide bomber. Okay, so there's no turning back. So the thing is that kamikaze pilots are only useful if they are committed to their mission. Their mission is to attack with their plane, uh, uh, to attack the ship with their plane. So yeah, there is their mission. So if we find ourselves being involved, it's not the same as being committed. So when you are committed, you will be more uh, affected. So that's what uh, that is the story of Kamikaze. So, and then um, later on, they found out that Kamak- uh, there's a survival Kamikaze pilot. And then, um, but you can't really say he's a Kamikaze pilot if he is a survivor. Because a true Kamikaze pilot would every single one of them will die. And when they asked him in the interview, this kamikaze pilot, uh, this uh, this is his response. Well, I was very involved, but not committed, but very involved. And this is another thing that I wanted to point out. Being involved and being committed is totally two different things. As I say earlier, a true kamikaze pilot only flies on one mission. He cannot be involved without being committed. And if you are committed, you will have to deny um, your emotion, or we will have to deny. We will have to deny our emotion, and we will have to be committed. And uh, that is the difference between involvement and uh, commitment. Now's the day if you look around people will rather choose to be uh, involved rather than commitment so just look at it even in, in the United States there's a say that uh, 50% of people in the US they are divorced uh, 50% of the marriage in the US end up being divorced so just think about it they're very involved but they're not very committed a true biblical marriage is that um, you, um, you marry for one and that partner should be your life partner, not just your temporary partner, you know, and yeah, that is what is it like to be, a commitment. And there's an illustration that I really like, and this is, uh, between a pig and a chicken. So the chicken, um, uh, told the pig, Hey pig, we shouldn't open a restaurant. And then the, the pig was like, I'm not sure what will what will we call it and then uh the chicken gave a suggestion and say ham and egg ham and egg and then the pig was like no thanks i will be committed and you only been involved (laughs) so that is true um that is so true the chicken is very involved um with uh it acts but the pig has to be committed by uh dying so another definition of commitment is that going from dated to marriage. Going from dated to marriage. You know in a, in a relationship when you are dating someone and of course you you are very involved but uh uh in a in a uh, a couple relationship it is different because you're not fully committed yet. You're not Uh, fully committed to be a husband and a wife then there is a chance there's a lot of chance that you can make a judge you can adjust that or maybe mm, if things aren't going the way you want it um you can still um break it but in a marriage is different in a marriage is different so being commitment being committed is like uh going from dated to um marriage so And one particular thing that I wanted to point out is that there is a victory in commitment. There is a victory in commitment. Jesus committed and he sacrificed himself on the cross. And that is the victory. That is the victory. That commitment was not easy. Jesus has to die for you and I on the cross. And that is not easy, my friend. Let me me just be straight. Uh, But in the end, he end up saving thousands, uh, millions of people. And which is including me. If Jesus doesn't go through that. Jesus doesn't stick with the commitment. You and I will not end up uh, being saved today. Because of Jesus' commitment. There is a uh, victory. So I like what Keith Wheeler was saying. Commitment is you look like the things you are committed to. Let me repeat myself again. Commitment. Is you look like the things you are committed to. So what is it that you're committed to right now? So if you're committed to be a musician, just keep on playing and then be committed, consistent in that workflow. And one day I, I'm, uh, you will turn up to become a musician. And if you wanted to be a pro uh, athlete, just being consistent. Waking up in the morning, try your best and then be, um, and, and your uh, follow up with your routine every day and do it, um, do it consistently. And one day, eventually, uh, you will become an athlete there because you become the things you're committed to. If you're committed to follow Jesus, you know, as I say earlier, we have to deny our emotion. And one day there's, there's a lot of chance that we will look like, uh, Jesus or in fact we are called to be a Christian so we are called so Christians basically mean uh, little Christ so we should look like Christ we should have compassion we should love one another we should treat other as we should be uh, we ought to be treated so um, the way we wanted to be treated so yeah so commitment is you look like the things you're committed to so be uh, careful what you're committed to and uh if you already know what you want in life and committed to that things and ask the Holy Spirit, ask God, uh, uh to help you and to empower you to do, uh, service, uh, that, that thing. So you don't want it to be, be a mediocre. So a mediocre is basically, uh, the word that describes a rock climber who were involved, but not very, uh, committed. So you don't want it to be, uh, you don't want it. You don't want to hang in the middle of the rock. So that word it used to describe a uh, climber who start the climb to top, but it is finish. They started the climb, but they are finish. So that is called mediocre. So you don't want it to be uh, a mediocre. And in the Bible, it mentioned that in the book of Revelation, when John wrote the book to the uh, the letter to the church of uh, Ephesus. Um, yeah, um you don't want it to be a lukewarm you either be cold or hot. And if you or if you are going to be uh, committed to something then uh, just do it uh consistently. You know, uh being committed is not easy, especially if you are being committed to one thing. So so in in this point I, uh another point that I wanted to point out is we need to have a narrow narrow focus we need to have a narrow focus so i like this quote for tim elmore and this is what he said leader can do anything but they can do everything leader can do anything but they cannot do everything i'm i'm pretty sure you might have heard about this quote but uh um, i just love this quote you know you can do anything but you can't do everything you know and then and the world will offer you many options but you cannot commit it to everything. We have to have a narrow focus. So so basically focus on the one thing that matters to us the most. Focus on the one thing that matters to us the most. So what is it that you wanted to focus on? Focus on that one particular thing. Every great leader in history uh, accomplished something memorable because of narrow focus. They accomplish things because of narrow focus. They can do a lot of things, but they only focus on one thing. Like you cannot uh be in two, two or three places and do I mean there are there are people in there, there are people in this world who will try to do that. But uh, if you wanted to be more effective, narrow your focus and focus on one things focus on one thing, so I want to share with you about uh, this story of uh, John Wesley, so John Wesley was a very educated at Oxford, and he was um, a journalism, he was politic he was uh, not very knowledgeable in, in in the medical field, but John Wesley traveled 2,000 and uh, 2,500 miles 2,500 miles on horseback teaching organized a church more than 50 years. He was well-educated in many different fields. But he ended up narrow his focus. And his, his focus was to teach the word and to organize the church. And later on, uh, John Wesley organized a church and founded a church called uh, the Methodist Church. The Methodist church and there are is widely spread it all over the globe because of one person who narrow his focus. And even Jesus, a really great example, even Jesus, he could have done a lot of things. He could, he could be a healer. He could be the greatest teacher in the history, but Jesus, that was not his focus. Although he he did those things, he was the greatest healer. He was the greatest physician. He was the greatest teacher, the greatest preacher. But that was not his focus. When he came on this earth, he focused on one things. He was committed to one things, which is to be a lamb for you and I. And he has to offer himself to sacrifice himself and to die for you and I on the cross. And that's what he. That's what Jesus did. Jesus did it for one thing so my point is that if you are if you wanted to be committed if you wanted to have the spirit of commitment just committed to one things don't do a lot of things just one things we're living in a time where people would as i say earlier people would choose convenience or yeah people would choose convenience over Commitment. If you are in a workplace and if you don't feel, if you are inconvenienced, people will eventually leave and you will eventually leave and then find another place. If there's a grocery store that you don't want, you don't like, there's tons of stores that you can go. If there's a, a certain website that you, a certain organization that you don't like, if there's certain church that you don't like, you could go to a different church. There's tons of church. But that's not committed. You're not committed into that part. So I just wanna share with you my story. Uh I I am a person who is very uh, committed to the church. So I've been involved in a church called Myanmar Worship Center and I've been in this church for uh probably six or seven years. Six or seven years. For some this is this might not be a long time, but for me, uh, I enjoy being being here, and never in a million years I, I would I, I would think of being uh, switching or changes to a different church. I'm not saying there uh, I'm not I'm I'm not faced any inconveniences or anything. I mean, there is of course churches. are uh, there are different type of people. You will face inconvenience and you often sometimes you might find yourself being irritated by those who are around you but if you're going to move on and go on different churches just because of that problem you are not committed and my friend when you're not committed let me just be straight with you you are not going anywhere you're not going anywhere but if you're committed to one place one day it when you're committed to uh, uh things or goal or um whatever whatever it is it is like you are planted a tree and that root is uprooted in the uh down uh is is rooted deep and down and one day uh it will uh it will grow, and it will bear fruit, so that's what being committed is one day you will get to eat the fruit or you will get to reap the fruit of your labor and as I said earlier, that is the power of commitment, but people didn't really see when you build that uh that when you lay that foundation people only people only people are only interested in the fruit and not the foundation, not the root. So, but that is the power of commitment. If you're willing to be uh, committed in whatever field God is, uh, God have called you or given you that purpose, go for it, my friend. And I want to encourage you with that. Well, I hope this uh, episode will help you and stir up you and motivate you, encourage you, edify you. And um, yeah, if you if this episode means a lot to you, maybe just uh uh yeah send me a message or whatever it is our or rate it our really appreciate or share with your friends uh i really appreciate it thank you very much and um god bless you